This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What's your name and address? address. My Talk 107.1 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. My talk traffic starting 169 northbound this afternoon. We're a stalled vehicle blocking a lane uh, near Eden Prairie from Old Shakopee Road to Pioneer Trail. And uh, watch out in Shakopee, 169 northbound. That's crash right around County Road 17 to Mystic Lake Drive. And in Brooklyn Center, Highway 100 northbound. Possible crash reported by Brooklyn Boulevard to 57th Avenue. And that's your My Talk Traffic, your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast. Going to get pretty hot here in the cities tonight. Partly cloudy, 70 tomorrow, 92, mostly sunny with a, basically in the 90s for the rest of the week for highs. Right now at the My Talk Studios, it's 85 and fair skies. I need information I needed five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. An everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour. On my talk, 107.1. So, um, what's new in your world? The movie Gone with the Wind is back on HBO Max. It is back with a disclaimer and an introduction from Professor Jacqueline Stewart. So, Stewart told CNN that HBO Max is bringing back the film, and her introduction will provide the film in multiple historical contexts. And Stewart said, for me, this is an opportunity to think about what classic films can teach us. Yeah. So there is. And I mean, my gosh, that, that headline got so misconstrued that it was being pulled. And then, know. you yeah. know, Megyn Kelly had to wade in there, no, old no. Uh, white Santa's mistress. Oh, I love to call <laughs> I, I think you do. I know. When, when one gets the opportunity, Yeah, I suppose. all they wanted to do was just add their little, you know, thing like uh, some of the other movies do. Yeah, have some context. Every time, like you guys said, when you watch a movie on Turner Classic Movie, which is rolled into HBO Max, mm-hmm. they usually have someone there to contextualize the film for you. Yeah. And give you some facts about it. I remember they it. had, well, who's the one? Jimmy Cagney when he slaps the grapefruit? They oh, yeah. that thing on it, that one. In White Heat. Yeah. Yeah. Did a little thing, you know, that uh-huh. this was movies you did see physical abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our public enemy pre-code movie. All right. So we'll move on from that to the world of fashion, where Diane von Furstenberg's namesake fashion brand facing some major setbacks. So they've laid off 75% of their staff, closing 18 of its 19 retail stores. 
They say that they're now focusing on a, quote, digital-only China-focused business model. The only store remaining open is the one in New York City's Meatpacking District, which is the company's office headquarters, and it also has a living space for Diane von Furstenberg. This has been a tough time for retail. Yeah, you know, they're citing, some people are citing the fact that department stores aren't what they once mm-hmm. used to be, and that was a main uh, way where yep. she was selling her wares. Yep. So there we go. And then finally, Amy Grant, thankful for having Loveless by her side after she said she had the really unique experience of having unanticipated open heart surgery. So she shared this on Instagram yesterday where she was showing a big scar from her open heart surgery. Apparently, Amy Grant had a previously undiagnosed heart condition only recently discovered by her doctor, but she says that she's all good and she's recovering. I mean, That's oh. good. I mean, that... It's no joke. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the dirt this hour. For more, check out mytalk1071.com or download the MyTalk app. I just needed some dirt. Thank you. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on MyTalk 1071. us this Monday afternoon. Lori and Julia, MyTalk 1071. We're streaming at MyTalk1071.com. We're also on the MyTalk app. Lori and Julia are being joined by a very special guest right now on the phone to talk about something very special that we're doing here at MyTalk. Yes, hello, we David. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, how are you? Oh, just busy typing away like I always am. I know. Always the first to step up for our communities in need. And um, thank you so much. So um, we launched today the MyTalk Rebuilding Fund, partnering with the Neighborhood Development Center in an effort to help the minority-owned businesses in both Minneapolis and St. Paul. And today you are doing a match. We want to thank you. Well, you know, when, when Angie called me and told me that this was something that you were doing, I said, absolutely. This is my, this is year 20 that I've been a small business owner. And I know the struggles that small business owners go through trying to do, sell your product or sell your service, but also be your human resources and your, and dealing with accounts payables and receivables. And to lose everything is just, just unbelievable oh isn't it something i can yeah so my heart just goes out and and i'm not going to be the first person who's going to be marching down the street because you know if you've ever seen me i'm not a great marcher down the street but i want to put do what i can do in every way i can do it and this is one way that i can help right and ndc which you know has has been around that's what they do i i like that because people were asking us what are we going to do and it was a matter of finding you know, the right partner. And I like that, you know, for every dollar that you give, they return $28 to that neighborhood's economy. So being able to help out, you know, the uh, Lake Street, Midway, Frogtown area, which is a lot of small, independent, minority-owned businesses. So it's it, that that's really means something. Yeah, and I lived in that neighborhood for eight years in my 30s and so as i watch businesses you know 
burn up and I had friends who lived in apartments above those businesses. Mm-hmm. It just, it was terrible to me. And I, and I just wanted to reach out any way I could do and help. And I'm so thankful that you guys are doing this. Oh, yeah, we are. We, we are, are too, because we were like, uh, "What?" But, but what? Can, we, we weren't sure what to do. I know at one point they had talked about like groceries and diaper, but to me, it seems like the business idea, like that, that's a good fit. Um, it's a lasting thing. It's a lasting mm-hmm. thing. That's exactly right. Because I don't want like to lose the flavor that's in those neighborhoods and have like a you know just like parking lots and a you know, big apartment buildings that are overpriced get put up, you know? We it's want- fantastic. I was very excited when Angie called up. So she said, I know you're going to do this. So don't even bat an eye. Just sign me up. So Well, let's and- see where we're at. Um, right now, well, somebody anonymously donated. Uh, well, we have 116 people that have donated and um, we're like getting close to 10,000. That's amazing. Yeah. I know. Okay, so what some of the things that the neighborhood development center is responsible for doing and they've been they've been um business for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And um they help um small businesses get loans. They help with business services. They help with pro bono legal work. They help with finding um partnerships for people. They'll help with just starting up your business and getting it going. And um, through what we're doing, hoping to mend our community, it's very exciting. We want to thank everybody. We want to thank you for your matching funds today and to everybody who's donating. Because, again, everyone wonders, what can we do? And we, I feel like my talk is always asking people to do a little bit more, do a little bit extra. And everyone always comes to the table. And so we want to thank everybody who's been willing to participate and, you know, anything from $20 to whatever, anonymous, or put your name on it, share it or not. But I think everyone feels good when you're helping out others, and our community really needs it right now. So we want to thank you, Mr. David. No, I think the thanks goes to you and your team because you guys put the effort and ideas forward. So thank you guys. So David, where um, where was the first place that you had dinner on a patio? Well, one guest, Jones, Jones in, in the, the park. park. Of course, Saturday night we went there with my nephew and his husband, and it was fantastic and delicious and fun and. Felt a little nice to be real. Yeah, didn't it? Yeah, oh, not have to do the dishes. It, Oh, yes. And just the food. And they're such amazing chefs. So that was just so fun. Oh, and plus, good. seeing people out, you right. felt like the world's starting to heal a little bit. So. Yeah. A little bit. A, li- a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been to the patio at the saloon yet? I have not. But okay. You know, that will take. I don't go to the saloon as much. I'm going to really miss Pride this year. Yeah, oh, no my, kidding. You know, a couple times a year, I like to go to the saloon. You guys keep me too busy helping people with mortgages. I, <laughs> Who has time to party? Right. Well, listen. I know. Well, then we do our job. Is there anything new, though, in the, in like, since we have you in the mortgage world that we should know about? Uh, rates are great. If you haven't, if you're thinking about refinancing, it's worth the phone calls right now. Yeah. And I think we get, a, we're going to have good rates for a little while here. So we have plenty of time to get everybody done. But it's busy, busy. Plus, it's a great time to be buying a house if your situation is that you still are ready to buy a house you it's so much more house you can buy right now because of the cheap rates Mm. 
I don't like give that. Julia any ideas. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I like that. So right now with David's match of fifteen hundred, we're at eleven thousand three hundred and eighty-three dollars already towards our four forty thousand dollar goal. David, thank you so much. Thank you guys for doing these events. It's awesome. I love being part of your family. Oh, we we love you too. Oh, gosh. All right, we're going to let you go. Um, when we come back, it is time for Random Thoughts. We'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so this time during the commercial break, Lori's playing a father and daughter duo that are making, are they an internet sensation now, singing the prayer that usually is sang, sung by Celine Dion and Anthony Bocelli? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Uh, Scott, he, Scott sent it to us, and there it's a father and 15-year-old daughter, and uh, yeah, she's lovely. amazing. That's a lovely song. Do you want to hear it? Oh, yeah. Well, I know this. Holly, you know this song, right? I think so. Well, this is I Am the Sap of Sap. So this was on the Celine Dion Christmas album from like night 2000 or something. <laughs> I mean, it's old. She's got a pretty voice. Very. All right, so we, we can post that. Beautiful. Okay. Anyway, thanks. So that Scott. was your ADHD moment. I just yeah. want to point that out. Okay. Yeah. Brought to you by. Brought Celine. to you by that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so we just had David on from First Equity, and we're talking about collecting funds. And we just want to thank everybody for donating um, the MyTalk Rebuilding Fund um, partnership with the Neighborhood Development Center. And you can just go to mytalk1071.com and you can donate. And we just. Hope you do, of course. Okay, so here is something really cool that is happening, and I kind of touched on this on Friday, that because the state fair isn't happening, you've got a lot of vendors that have automobiles, like trailers that they make food in, out and about now, because all the the local um, fairs have been canceled, the state fair has been canceled. All the you know all the stuff where they where would go to. Where is Spaghetti Eddie? Well, we don't know, but you could go. So Steph March for Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine um, did an article talking about the state fair is coming to you, and they um, many of the vendors are going to brewery parking lots. Parking lots like Menards, VFW, Harley Davidson. Um, you can get mini donuts in Eden Prairie, cheese curd, tacos in Oakdale. So to find out more information, you can go on Facebook. There's a Facebook group, Minnesota State Fair Food Finder. So it'll tell you where all these different food trucks are throughout the community. So it's kind of a fun Food Wait. was the least important for thing you. To, for yeah, you. For, for but me. for a lot of other people, you you yeah. could care less about food in general anyway. No, that, is, that isn't true. <laughs> but I mean, for a lot of, like, I mean, it's, I don't I know. I think that this is a fun thing. I went to a food truck on um, Saturday with my mom, and yeah. it was so good. It was just kind of a fun way to be outside and get food. But if you like the State Fair food trucks, Lord, people will. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
on your happy price, price line. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I like this. Well, fair food in general is always a hit. It's you a know? hit. People need their cheese curds. That's right. So Minnesota State Fair Food Finder on Facebook. Okay. Now, if I said to you, Lori, oh, you're nothing but a Kalsa Recon Eat, Kalsa Recon Eat, what would I say to you in Finnish? What would I call you? I would call you a drunk at home, alone, in your underwear. Mm. That's the word of the day. Yeah. Um, it's a Finnish word that means abs- It means being drunk at home, alone, in your underwear. Yeah. Kalsa Recon Eat. I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong, but they did it phonetically, so yeah. I think I might even yeah, kind of have probably it. have it, right? Oh, I'm glad I, can... I know what I need to call my Tuesday nights now. Right. <laughs> That's Saturday for me. Okay. Okay, so Father's Day is coming up this weekend, um, and uh, they did a survey about when the average guy starts thinking he's turned into his father. Yeah. What the, age? Oh, maybe whatever, like maybe, maybe just a maybe five years into becoming a father. And that could be different for everybody. So that right. was a very generic answer. But that I'm was trying good. to win. That was good. <laughs> That's like um, all the above. 35? 37. 37. 37. So here are the top signs that people are seriously turning into a dad. And tell me if you guys agree with this. Um, let's see. They um, start taking grilling very seriously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like an invest, they no longer the Weber, the tiny one that had charcoal. Now they want one with flame. My guy on Saturday was watching YouTube tutorials on how to grill. Yeah. Oh, boy. Get out the charcoal. I want one of those little Weber ones because my grill's been broken for years at home. And I just want one of those little ones. Yeah. Um, But yes, that's it. You fix things instead of replacing things. Mm -hmm. Um, You start telling dad jokes. You tell your kids to ask their mother. Mm-hmm. You fall asleep on the couch watching sports. Oh gosh, there's nothing to watch. Right. Um, you love to mow the lawn. Now you, I can't ever. I have you ever mowed a lawn in your life, Lori? I bet that's something you've never experienced. Julia, no, I'm dead serious. When we lived in Duluth, when I had to move back to Duluth in high school, there was a push lawn mower, and my dad was stationed in Thailand for a year. Mm-hmm. And between my mom and my sister and I, we did the push lawn mower. The push lawn mower. And that's that's Have you the ever crawled a mower to start it or anything? No. No. Why no. would I do Holly, that? Holly, you I like mowing the lawn. A lot of people do. Casey likes mowing the lawn. Soothing. I'd have to arm wrestle him, so why bother? He likes oh, mowing the lawn. That's such a way out of it. Mm-hmm. Holly, do you like mowing the lawn? No, I don't do the lawn mowing, but I have push the snow blower so i will do that Mm -hmm. we have a riding one up at the cabin but before you can even get on it you have to put air in the tire i rode uh yes i mowed a boyfriend's lawn once just because i I wanted to ride the lawn it's a euphemism lori oh yeah well no we had a riding lawnmower and i was like i want to try that thing and see what it's like you know to ride it right 
You know, They're kind of fun. In. It would be fun if you had a lot of land and a John Deere. And yeah. It's kind of fun. That's what my dad has. He's got this big, huge... I've, we got this old archaic one that you have to put air on the tires before you can even do it and it's tricky to start but it's it's kind of fun to drive i have yeah. to admit mm. i don't mind it um okay so i wanted to people are if you've been out and about you've noticed that people are kind of lax with face masks and this is something near and dear to your heart laura about face masks and we got a, an email um from a listener that she just says i um live in the twin cities area but i work outside the twin cities area and on a regular basis, she's seeing people congregating in yards and having parties and without social distancing and mass. And um, just wants to warn people, you know, her parents are old and she's scared about bringing the COVID. The COVID is still happening. I think, oh, yeah. you know, a lot of people have kind of put that on the side burner, but it's still happening. So please make sure when you can... And it's appropriate. No, wear a mask. You wear a mask in public, not for yourself, but for uh, absolutely you for know, other people. And for other people, and uh, you could give someone the virus, and you don't. You're not living in fear of the virus. You you don't feel like the government government's controlling you or something. The world doesn't revolve revolve around you in your comfort. There I mean, you be go, considerate Lori, of other people. You- you tell them. It makes you consider it. It does. Yeah. Is what wearing a mask does. Here's what they're finding out. So they are finding out um, one airline passenger at in April brought COVID-19 from New York to Los Angeles. And it was one man um, from New York became a coronavirus super spreader. And no one knew until recently. It was a 69-year-old retired surgeon who flew on American Island, um, Airlines on mid-March when the country was starting to go into lockdown, a day after the flight landed, the surgeon was taken to the hospital with a high fever and a cough. It turns out he also visited an assisted living facility hours after he landed and spread the coronavirus there. Mm-hmm. And public health officials did not tell the 48 passengers and crew members on the flight that the man had coronavirus after his diagnosis. Mm-hmm. The only way American Airlines even learned about the situation was after the LA Times did a report on right. it. Right. And not so you every, have no idea. People. But you didn't know, like, no. not everybody got sick. He would have no, had to have been coughing not at all. and all right. that. Right. Yeah. And not at all. And again, mm-hmm. as far as airline travel, there's. The same things that they use in hospital filters in airlines, keeping the air clean for everybody. Actually, uh, 12 times an hour that air is changed on a plane as opposed to six times an hour in a hospital operating it's even, room. It's even yeah. better. Wow. It's even better. Okay, so um, we talked about it earlier, but a landmark decision was made today that um, the Supreme Court ruled that the LGBT workers are protected under anti-discrimination under law. The civil rights law, yeah. 1964 Civil Rights Act, which outlawed racial, religious, and sex-based discrimination mm-hmm. in the workplace. Yeah, this is huge. This is huge. So congratulations to everybody. We're all equal. Yeah. And everyone yes. should be treated the same. So that's a big darn deal that happened today. Yes, right? it is. Julia, thank you so You're much. Welcome. Well, the Karens of America were real busy this weekend. Real busy. We've got a couple stories for you when we come back. Oh, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. So, um, this weekend, it was a plethora of uh, just uh, people that now, unfortunately, have co-opted the name Karen. Um 
to being basically a very entitled, demanding person, white person, uh, usually a woman. It could be of any age, I guess, is what we're finding with the Karens. Originally, it started out as Becky. Then it became Karen's, and then mm-hmm. I saw on Twitter that uh, Janet's Europe next. Oh, <laughs> leave the Janet's alone. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so uh, we had a couple. It was uh, just a real busy weekend with uh, people just acting all entitled and lecturing mm-hmm. other people. And this is uh, from GMA, who they might have a big problem with the Karen at the top of, a, of uh, their entertainment news division. We'll get to that in a minute, but... This was a report a woman was caught on camera attacking another woman with a cough. She was in a deli in New York. She was supposed to have a mask on. She didn't have a mask on. And she had a cough. She was coughing without covering her mouth. Ah. And the woman just basically, a couple people away from her, said, shouldn't that lady have a mask on? Don't you guys have a sign on your door? You have to have a mask. Like, no shirts, no shoes, no shirt, no whatever. No mask. No mask, no service. Anyway, here's Jimmy. A woman who complained at a bagel shop about another woman who was not wearing a mask was on the receiving end of a vindictive cough. running high this morning after this video surfaced showing a woman inside this New York City bagel shop not wearing a mask and coughing on a fellow patron. The woman being coughed on is Allison Goodbaum. I felt her breath, so that part was pretty jarring. Goodbaum says she spotted this woman inside the shop coughing, not covering her mouth and not wearing a mask. I didn't say anything to her. It's not my place to say anything to her directly. I told the staff that I believe they should enforce the mask rule inside. She says the coffer overheard the complaint, and that's when (laughs) things escalated. I was shocked that that was her initial reaction, was to cough on me. To the video, she said she had antibodies, um, so she can't infect people. The store has since apologized, writing in a statement, the behavior of the woman is unacceptable. Customers and employees must wear a mask in all our stores. Our staff was caught off guard. Cases like these leaving many wondering, is this a punishable offense? There have been a number of cases around the country where someone hasn't just spit on someone or coughed on someone. They've also claimed they have COVID-19. And in some of those cases, there have been criminal prosecutions for assault or terroristic threats. Here she never said, I've got COVID. And that could make it much more unlikely that she's ever charged criminally. While the woman in the video may not face criminal charges, Allison Goodbaum says she is considering pressing charges herself based off of reports that the woman may work in the medical field and doesn't think she should be treating patients. Now, experts say even if you do test positive for the antibodies, which the woman in the video claims she did, that doesn't give you a pass. You should still follow the CDC guidelines. Now, while it's likely someone with a positive antibody test is immune right now, the accuracy of those tests are still not perfect. Good okay, can you Lord? But even if and you there have been other vindictive coffers and spitters. But even if you have a cough in general. Yes, of course. I mean, who who I, I'll never forget when was it um who's the ponytail singer? Ariana Grande licked the donuts. Oh. Remember, remember that? that? And the outrage, but now I mean I will say though, um The store shouldn't have been waiting on her without a mask. 
You know, yeah, it's everyone. That, ha- yeah. Right. But I mean, especially that, with an open cough. I mean, come on. No, but you're not even. That's why the store said they were caught off guard. You were not a many like Minneapolis, many St. Paul. Yeah. You can't go in a place of public without a mask on. Mm-hmm. And the store should have enforced that. The little deli could have enforced that. But they didn't. Mm. And so anyway, then there was this other woman but just to go up to her and cough on her. That's just so ridiculous. Well, the Karens are alive and well, let me yeah. tell you. And Do then we this, have a name for the man. Karen? I call him um, Vern. No, Vern because I had to I mean? block a guy named Vern for being real. Um, That's your new name. Yeah. Okay. So I just blocked Vern. So okay. we're like Vern is the Karen. OK. OK. So then this other woman and I watched this yesterday because this was uh uh, like I think in um, San Francisco, yes. you know, the Pacific Heights neighborhood with all the gingerbread Victorian homes. Ho- homes. We saw them in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Way back, way yeah. back when. Yep. So this woman walks up to this guy who's who's painting like with a stencil, Black Lives Matter. With chalk. But whatever. No, I think he was painting it oh. with a, like a, a stencil. Yeah. But it was, you know, in front of this like raised thing in front of the home. And so she was like, I don't think you should be doing that. There's other ways to handle it. She was like scolding him. And he's like, who are you? And she's like, well, who are you? He says, well, I'm not doing anything. And they get in this whole thing. And she basically, he goes, well, go ahead and call the cops. She goes, she well, says, I, know, I know who, who lives, lives there. And, and he, goes, he goes, you do. do. He lives there. He yes. lived there. And so anyway, she's got this skincare company called LaFace or LaFace Skincare. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she has apologized to the guy. She yes. would like to take him out to lunch to explain her side of things. So crappy apology. She had to take down her website and her husband lost his job. His husband was fired her husband. From, from his, um, he worked at an uh, investment firm. They were so condescending to this guy about, like, should you really be doing that? And, you know, like, who would ever, who would ever stop and scold somebody mm-hmm. in front of a house about something that they're doing? With it was a- chalk art, Lori. They okay. used a stencil. So he's just writing Black Life Matters with a stencil. Very neat and and. In a cho- piece of chalk on his own home. Why don't people mind their own business? Why do they feel compelled to lecture? I, anyway, she's brought her website down, Birchbox, which used to feature her skincare. That mm-hmm. was their little dropper, and she had to take her whole website down. But she was. It was just. She so was rude. so, sir. She was just like the. Way, Are you sure? I don't think. I I, I know mean, who lives there, and he's like, you do. do. And he then, was a gay Filipino dude, and he just says... He owns the house. Yes. And then, uh, uh, you know, Central Park birdwatcher Karen, that uh, that gal, uh, Page Six, their neighbors have uh, responded to Page Six, and they said that this... This uh, Karen that works in that lives in their building is known to be a combative dog walker and one time tried to get their doorman fired, who was a black guy, because she was mad the, the elevator was out of service. Wow. And tried to get him fired. Wow. And then people in There's the building have said cameras are No, but she yeah. just said wow. no. How would you like to be known as a combative, combative dog walker? walker? In your building or in your block. I mean, geez, Louise. 
Anyway. It, well, it used to be there's the person that walks their dog that doesn't put it on a leash that scares the crap out of us, you know, because there, you know, when you have a pet, because I know this because my friend Pookie has a dog and we walk yeah. all the time. Even last night I walked the dog. So you come to know who you walk by and you go in a certain rhythm and pattern. Well, that one doesn't pick up the poop. That one does that. That one never puts their dog on a leash and it's going to attack you. <laughs> that one does this. I, I was walking with my sister on a trail in Montana and someone didn't get their dog and she had on Lululemon leggings, which are a hundred bucks. And the dog with dirt on its paws and sharp nails jumped up on her leggings. And I'm like, call your dog back, you know, because people are just, oh, Oh, is it bothering you? And my sister's like, I am dirty, and it's poked a hole in my things, you know. Yeah. And I'm just like, so. So, yeah, I guess. When you do the walking circuit with a pet, you, you know, know who. You know who you are. You know who the problem I, dog walkers do. are. Jeez you do. Louise. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. Um, we're going to start with a scandal, and we're going to also start with a scandalous headline. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Hollywood. the meaning of this all right what, well, are we, what is this salacious headline? well let's go with kelly clarkson a source yeah entertainment tonight mm-hmm. yeah that uh kelly and brandon had been having problems for several months blah 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 they that doesn't seem like hoped quarantining away from la and montana would help them out blah 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 but instead here's the key word the change of environment was actually detrimental mm-hmm. it's hard to go from one, a 25 one, room bedroom house, house with 22 bathrooms to a one room shack in montana with all your with two kids sleeping to the right of you two kids to the left of you and you're in a double bed yep with cowboy boots under the bed mm-hmm. no and you're singing why? from the bathroom trying to do your tv show why well, you know what? A lot of people have gone to the country in COVID, you know, so it was a trend. I mean, a lot of people left the big metropolitan areas and went out to the, if they had second homes to the yeah, country yeah, yeah. To, to stay in them during COVID. But it doesn't seem to make sense. Well, you know what? Maybe it was a blessing in disguise well, because they could have carried, dragged it on in the big house. But that's what I think people are probably finding out during this time period, either we thought we could, you know, this I was just I a small you. thing, but I've decided I really don't. I this can't is, stand you. Yeah, this is when people are finding out, like, you can love someone and not like them. And that is a terrible place to be in a relationship. And then what do you do? Because if you don't like somebody, ugh, it's then, a long life. It's a real long life if you don't like them. like them. You don't like yeah. who they are. You Everything, you know what I mean? Not. I'm not just talking about how... You'll go through periods of time where maybe th- things are difficult and everything about each other bugs you. But like really at the heart of, do you like your person? Right. It's kind of interesting because a book, we're having an author on tomorrow for the book Sea Wife. They do not like each other. I mean, that relationship it, is so flawed. Well, it's interesting. Yeah. It was, it, to but, me. but again, I think sometimes children... What, they're not easy. You either, it works for you or it doesn't. I mean, it changes, you know, you learn a lot about someone. Yeah. It, when you have a child together, it yeah. really does. It's, but it's just kind of it bre- peeling back the layers yeah, on it's that. so true. So anyway, yeah, uh, the whole sleeping in a double bed with your two kids on either side of you, it did, I guess, 
Um, she realized I can't stand this guy. I don't miss screwing him. And uh, I'm with him 24 seven in my life and in my business life. And he does. He's a manager. He's right. the EVP of her TV show. I mean, right. it's just too much. Anyway, we wish her well. They both had been dreading it. She'd been dreading it. She's probably known. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Like Here's the headline from page six. Okay. This is an honest to God headline, you guys. Today? Uh, I think it was Saturday. Okay. Harvey Weinstein's deformed penis explained. Oh, yeah. Okay. Took a screenshot I, of that one. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't understand why it defends me to even know this. Why? Ah, thank you, Julia. Why do we need to even know this? Maybe this is why he was so testy. Well, apparently... Because- oh, I see what <laughs> you did. Thank you. Uh, uh, apparently, because this came up... In one of the cases I remember several was. women's testimony mm-hmm. about how he has, just like we found out in Filthy Rich about Jeffrey Epstein was asked about his egg shaped egg shape. I've never heard that description. I've heard tuna can. I've heard all these other yeah. descriptions, but egg shape. And, and he's sitting there. I have to plead the fifth, fifth. for this, the sixth for that and the 14th for that. Yeah. I've so, never heard that before. So, but we had heard this in different testimony because a couple of women said they felt compassion for him because they'd never seen such, such a, a screwed up scrotum. Ah! <laughs> it's uh, why are women always so nice? I don't. know. Do you know. think a man would feel that way if he saw a screwed up something else on a yeah. gal? I don't think so. No, because there's who what... would ever feel compassion? Yeah. Women are too nice. We're exactly. too nice. Exactly. Exactly. Too... <laughs> Jeez Louise, that is. Just... I never read into the copy, so Holly apparently you did. No, I, didn't. I didn't know what part was off, and I didn't want to know. So thank you. I'm just gonna erase that from my mind now and pretend I never any of that yeah and when they had the jury they ah. had to give a full frontal shot of everything yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. anyway oh yeah oh, oh i know it so anyway oh my gosh. i was just like what and then of course i kept reading of course you did yeah okay enough okay no that, i'm <laughs> i feel i feel like oh come on i need a happy image okay how about this one stassi schroeder fired from Vanderpump Rules, announces this weekend, just the day after she hires a crisis PR management firm, I'm pregnant. Okay. Oh, wow. And then she's going to have a miscarriage in two weeks. Whatever. Uh-huh. Pregnant. I mean, does anyone really believe this? She's frantically trying to get pregnant, or like you said, right. she could have a miscarriage. miscarriage. And then you, that's the other part of the story. I mean, can you imagine being a crisis matter? Well, we got to, all right, what no. are our options here? Well, you could be got, pregnant. You got to come a, down with an illness. Yes. You have cancer. Right. You know, get pregnant, then lose the baby. Right. So there's sympathy both directions. Right. Your hormones are wonky. Yeah. You can blame it on that. And it's there's a slight, slight chance that it's really true. Right. But the majority. The timing is really. Suspicious. It's so suspicious. Okay, so that's that. That's that. The timing is interesting. It is. Um, here's another one. Uh-huh. Eliza Manili shared a Facebook statement last week. Somebody at the Sun got real creative in um, the gossip department yep. and uh, wrote a story that Liza was helping Prince Harry find his feet in Los Angeles <laughs> instead and- of just looking straight down. Like she doesn't even know them. Well, nobody is finding each other in the time of COVID right. anyway. But anyway, she she said she has never met the royal couple 
And it is a complete fabrication. And it's weird how Liza will just come out she randomly. She does on Facebook when people say something that is so wrong. Yes. Because remember she said, I do not approve Renee Zellweger and this movie they're That's making right. about my mom. And then The only time we hear from her. Right, right. She and she, and But she wishes them well at the end of her I Facebook. I actually wish we could have a little chat. I wish someone would have her on their talk show. I... I miss Liza. Liza. So do I. Uh, she was a. She's now, funny. she was friends with Princess Diana, and yes. Holly posted uh, like forty-five pictures of Princess Diana. I will just say this: that even Princess Diana, one of the most glamorous, beautiful women in the world, we had to wear so much garbage fashion oh, yeah. in <laughs> the eighties and early nineties. I was having just flashbacks. Princess Diana in front of the Taj Mahal wearing a purple skirt and a red jacket. I met you wearing a purple skirt and a green jacket. You did. Oh, boy. And it I was had, a look. And it was from the limited, and I had a matching red jacket with a black skirt, and it was the felt stuff. Yeah. Color blocking. Oh, no, seriously, but it was the felt jackets that we all oh. had with the shoulder pads. Oh, Lori. and the drop weight dresses. <laughs> I mean, Holly, that is really something, because you forget... Like these royal people have so many public visits, and she's Princess Diana. Yep. So, like, you're not going to ha- hit it out of the ballpark all the time. And she's representative of a lot of fashion that we oh. all ended up wearing those ruffles. crazy belts, the ruffles, the pussy okay, bows. Lori had this one skirt. Oh. It was a mini skirt, and it had gold chains in between oh. the pleats. I still have that. It's it's a classic. I got it at Neiman Marcus. I that remember, is a great skirt. And you love that and you wore it. We would wear the nine West shoes at mm-hmm. the time. I remember that was our brand. Mm-hmm. And I wore that to work with a I jacket. It looked like it's something so cute. you and could wear. And she just twirled and it would be like in the, the it was like the swing at the state fair because yeah. the chains would go out wide. <laughs> I never got rid of it because I It's such a great skirt. Yeah. I, I wish I had still one that I wore all the time. Yeah. Black shirt. We wore short skirts. Yeah. When I think about it. Well, they were sometimes or early. There was a lot there of ugly lot dropped of, waist. Yeah, there. but. Oh, my. No, anyway, Princess Diana you. did all of that. She did all of Oh, here's of that. that one from April 23rd, 1985. Drop waist, puffy sleeves, velvet bow. Oh, oh just wow. tragic. Cabbage <laughs> rose patch print and everything else. So anyway, but I do love knowing that um, that Eliza Manilli, um because She's, that's how they made up the story. The son, this uh, this entrepreneurial gossip reporter, is I that love she, it. she that, did know. That's such a nice title, isn't it? She <laughs> did know that Liza and Princess Di were, we're friends. friends, so it wouldn't be a far reach right. to say that she'd reached out to him because they met a number of times during the nineties, and Diana went to Liza Minnelli's uh, movie premiere for Stepping Out and. She came backstage whenever she did concert tours. So I mean that that was yeah, that's, a, that's that, why that's that not report. too far fetched. Yeah. So anyway, but she's letting there us know. There was a dotted line between them. There was. <laughs> All right. Listen, we'll be back. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. 
We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.